Is this heaven? No, it's a podcast. Welcome to the Field of Geeks podcast. Welcome to episode 166 of the Field of Geeks podcast. I'm Josh. I'm Mitch. I'm Bill. I'm Megan. All right. Well, we've uh, been away for a bit. There's been a lot of cool things coming out. Uh, One of them is the Mortal Kombat trailer. I'm pretty excited to see it. I agree. I I think it's it's finally something that isn't a joke and actually looks actually really decent. Yeah, it's very serious. It's definitely a rated R film. <laughs> yeah, I've heard they stepped up the uh, the fatalities, and I heard mm-hmm. that they're also bringing back the uh, Mortal Kombat uh, techno entry, or the, the version that you get to hear in the first one. Oh, I hope um, so. Kind of the opening credits stuff. So, yeah. Oh, it, nice. You need it's that. It's going to be fun. Oh, yeah. so good. That was like a, a popular, that's still, I think that's still a song some used to work out with. Because it lists all oh, the all the people, and oh, yeah. it's just got a nice beat to it. It's good stuff. What do you think, Megan? Uh, you big Mortal Kombat fan? Uh, I haven't seen the trailer yet. The last trailer I saw was the fake one, which was pretty good. So yeah, I think we all fell for that. That's <laughs> those damn bastards. They uh, those ones who do the fake trailers, man, they, they get me a lot. It's like ah oh, crap, I'll just wait. It's stupid. You know they they trick you. But uh, I'm I'm sure it's just as good, and I'll watch it. Oh, it's better. Is it better? I mean, dark. I like dark. Oh yeah, I think it goes there for sure. Uh, You know, it's uh, you got Sub Zero. The effects look great. At least Sub Zeros do. Uh, I mean, like they showed other effects, but uh, just what he did with Jax that was intense. Um, That was a cool origins tale about how he gets his robotic arms. Sonya Blade in this Kano. Scorpion, Raiden, Liu Kang, and uh, yeah, as I said, Jax and Sub-Zero. Of course, there's other characters I'm not uh, mentioning. can't remember. <laughs> there's just so many. But uh, I don't think we're going to get Johnny Cage, unfortunately. Maybe it's a, at the end of the movie, he, he steps in. It looks really good. I was really surprised. I, I wasn't really sure if I was going to dig the darker take on it. I do like what I see, and it, it looks like it's a huge budget. I didn't look it up, but it, they're definitely trying to make something special here. Yeah, it's very violent, that's for sure. <laughs> they're not shying away from it. I wish Kano was a little bit more jacked, but that's my only complaint. He just seems kind of like scrawny dude for Kano, but... Yeah, yeah it almost seems like we're getting an origin story with Scorpion. Um, yes. But it, at least the trailers looks, Sub-Zero looks too. like we're going to get a story on. Oh, good. Yeah, okay. I think they're... They might be brothers or just enemies, and they both inherit the power of you know what they can do. Now. I'm not sure. I'm not sure what the origin story is, but I know that Sub Zero and there's like Sub Zero's brother, mm-hmm. um, and I think they go by both Sub Zero, at least in the, yeah. in the game. But they're they have different names. Oh, okay. Um, as and so they they briefly touched on that in Mortal Kombat Two, that that god awful movie. Um, and uh, we don't terrible. speak about annihilation. Yeah, we, well, <laughs> and you remember they made a TV show. Um, yes, I do now. 90s. Yeah. Oh, thanks. Yeah. I have to go back to the therapist. Forget that. 
Yeah. Damn it. Um, that, <laughs> I actually enjoyed that. That was like one of those like Saturday late night TV shows that was always on. Well, it was low budget, it right? Like, it's character driven, yeah. kind of. Like there's not yeah, many effects. It, well, <laughs> it, well it, it was kind of. I mean, they had they had their storyline and stuff like that, but like every episode had like a fight or whatever. Yeah. But they never had a fatality. Because a fatality would be too brutal for TV. Yeah, right. So then they just had like some sort of roundhouse kick move that Chuck Norris would do. <laughs> and then, you know, they'd he produced fall in it. slow motion. And, yes. and that would be it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I totally forgot about that. Yeah, Annihilation just destroyed the whole franchise. I mean, yeah, the show was probably kind of like what Highlander did, you know. the Yeah, it, it did have a Highlander feel to it because it's just like each week you had a new opponent. Mm-hmm. Um but it was never anybody got killed kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was like syndicated, like right? Return. It wasn't like prime time. It was, it was, you yeah, had to, you had to yeah, find so it. You still had Johnny Cage. <laughs> you still had Sonya Blade. Yeah. Um, I think you had Reptile. Okay. Um, but, yeah, I, I know a couple of those guys ended up being in the movie, in the in the second movie. Sure. Um, as stunt guys, so, yeah. I think they did a fan fiction one on YouTube, maybe, if I remember correctly. And I sure. think Michael J. White was on there, and it was very dark, yeah. extremely dark. Um, I think yeah. I maybe watched one episode, but yeah, definitely not uh, <laughs> not looking like what we've seen before. But yeah, it was interesting. Yeah, it, was take. That, uh, it was back when, uh, yeah, it was back when Machinima was still around. It was like Mortal Kombat Legacy, I think is what it was called. Yep, that sounds right. Yes. Something like that. What do you think about the. Uh, classic lines of sub-zero and uh scorpion i like sub-zero um scorpion didn't seem dark enough yeah i was yeah it didn't didn't sound like scorpion i was disappointed by scorpion yeah i mean it's all right it it needs to be like louder and get over here yeah yeah Yeah. a little bit more angry instead of just like get over here it was just like get over here (laughs) it's like can you can you please come over here? Yeah, just a little bit yes. further. Maybe. It's like being mildly angry. With it's okay. Your wife. We both have masks on. You don't have to social yeah. distance. Look, can you come over here, okay? Can you come over here, please? I just want to talk. I just want to talk. Yeah. With this dagger. <laughs> what is Sub Zero? Oh yeah, Sub Zero is just like uh, I'm Sub Zero. I like that. That was a cool yeah, line. And I that thought that was pretty good. cool. Yeah. Very ancient looking costumes, not, uh, I kind of like the basic look, but I get they're trying to, you know, give it some history. Disappointed by Raiden's suit. Um, I am impressed by Kung Lao. That hat that he wears is spot on and so is his Mm. outfit. That's spot on. Um, But Raiden's is kind of like, you know. They're just trying too hard to change it. They should keep it as comic book accurate or as um, game accurate as they could, you know. Yeah, maybe uh, you'll have some wardrobe changes. <laughs> Many looks of Raiden. And oh. I hope that you do the uh, the voiceover, you know, and it's like, Liu Kang wins. Instead oh, of just, cool. you know. Like some, some yeah. guy up high on the mountain with a like a cigarette throat thing happening. Right. <laughs> yeah. He wins. Yeah. Well, yeah. well wasn't, the, wasn't the first game like some really old, old guy or something like that that you have to fight? Yeah, that was Shang Tsung. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I th- I think the way they did it in the games was like the the main boss was the quote announcer. Yeah, yeah, the tournament or whatever. I don't know, but yeah, they there's a whole story behind that, like why he was so old in the first one and why he got kind of restored to like his mid twenties in the second one. But oh right, um, yeah, the movie, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm not sure what they're gonna do with 
with the movie adaptation of that. But either way, I mean, they've got a solid cast for it. They do. Like, the cast they do. just looks amazing. Just, so, yeah, if it's successful, they should just you know keep going and hopefully they can stay on course. You know, keep the theme just right, not go yeah. crazy like Annihilation or whatnot. But yeah, it looks great. Jax his his robotic arms look fantastic. Like the special effects look great. I mean, they're really top notch in my opinion. So yeah, I look forward to it. It's going to be great. I hope so. <laughs> I hope every video game adaptation film is good, but yeah, they're very, yeah, very rare. Yeah. Mortal Kombat is still the favorite in my book. Is I haven't seen the trailer, but what are they releasing it on? HBO max. Okay. I think it might go to theaters too. Maybe I'm not sure. Yeah. It, it is going to have a theatrical release. Sweet. I think uh, April 15th or something like that. Cool. I'm not sure how long it's going to be in theaters, but yeah, I'm definitely going to go see it in IMAX. I think that's the way to see it. Well, yeah, there's a side note. There's <laughs> they're trying to bring up the box office wars again because, you know, there are some bigger films in in the cinemas like you got Tom and Jerry and uh, Disney just released one of theirs. And already they're like, oh, it flopped. I'm like, this is not a regular attendance like. You, I don't. I'm not falling no. for these headlines. This is stupid. Like it's so different. No, and it's it really like I went and saw the Tom and Jerry movie with my daughter, and I thought, thought it was really good. I think it probably yeah. just should have come out during the summertime, right? And you know, maybe more kids would have been able to go see it. Maybe it know. was supposed but, to. I'm not sure, but yeah, that was that was pretty good. I thought, yeah, my kids and I enjoyed that. But yeah, we couldn't watch the. Uh, I wish I could remember offhand the Disney one that just came out. It's like a, a girl and a dragon or something. Um, and the last dragon or something yeah, like yeah yeah it's on premiere access through disney plus which is 30 bucks no way i'm not no gross no just like you know move yeah, just, just wait a couple weeks it'll it'll come out i'd rather you know plus. as big of a hit as theaters have taken like mm-hmm. I'd, I'd rather give them the money than spend an extra 30 bucks on disney plus to watch it at home <laughs> right yeah but yeah that's just that's just me. like i kind of get the convenience especially if it's a longer movie like yeah you know the Snyder cut, right? It's gonna be four yeah. hours long. Like I, I watch that at home, so I can pause halfway through and not miss anything. I was gonna say, who's bringing a bottle of pee? In? <laughs> <laughs> right. That doesn't look like Pepsi. Doesn't right. taste like it either. Oh my god! Why do you have an empty milk cut curtain with you? Oh, don't, don't worry about it. It's fine. Well, since you brought, got to get my gains in. <laughs> since you brought up the Snyder Cut, is everyone here looking forward to it? I mean, I think I know the answer to that, but you see these teasers more and more now. Super pumped! Yeah, I'm down. I, uh, I mean, he keeps on releasing. Seems like a new, a new um, trailer every day, but it's all based on each character in that uh, show. So, yeah, what I've, I. I don't know if you guys follow this on Reddit, but uh, the DCEU leaks, um, they've already gotten some unconfirmed photos of Martian Manhunter. Um, so it, it just, it looks amazing. I mean, we've already mm-hmm. heard him yeah. as voice, mm-hmm. uh, but we haven't, uh, we haven't actually seen him mm-hmm. yet. So it's going to be sure. real fun doing that. And I, God, for what it's worth, I really hope that, uh, you know, either Warner brothers or HBO wakes up and realizes we need to finish this five story arc. Um, and I also hope, uh, in the same return that we don't, uh, get kind of a wrapped up version of his, of his full mm-hmm. idea. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you know, because then that's just going to be a cop out. Like it's not the true Zack Snyder version, right? Um, yeah. I I hope it does leave on a cliffhanger to the point where people want it. It's confirmed. I think back. for the most part, he did say it will have a cliffhanger ending to it. So it's like Good. the balls in WB's court after that if they want to, because it looks like from what it sounds like, AT and T is kind of. They pulled for the Snyder Cut more than the WB did because of the execs. You know, they don't want to deal with Snyder and, you know, all the treatment that he went through. So, yeah, yeah this is like an at t thing. Like, they're like, hey, I don't care if you don't want to do it. We're going to do it. So, if there's enough people wanting to see more from Snyder, I could see AT- I could see AT&T jump in and be like, step aside. He, he can do this. So, Are they in the process of shooting... Uh, the next Aquaman, and I only asked that because I watched a, a Insta story with Jason Momoa, and he mentioned that that they were on set. I mean, mm. it was a very brief mentioned it, and then it was done. Not sure. I don't so know. I'm- well, and the big question is: Is Amber Heard returning? You get you keep seeing that on YouTube and everything. Like, oh, they're gonna replace her. I don't know. I don't, nah, she's, I don't I thought she's not going they, anywhere. I thought they'd finalized that that they were getting rid of her. Was that just? That's probably just, yeah, this, there's just so many people out there. It's like, it's hard to believe what's true until WB actually says it, but who knows? They could change their mind up to the point where they start shooting. But Emily Clark is like the, the fan favorite. They keep putting her image into Mira, you know, and it's like, all right, I don't know. That's Ooh. too much Game of Thrones uh, fan fanfare right there. <laughs> I'll, I'll look. I'll look into it a little bit more. I mean, sure, Joey would know, but I just I, he like briefly mentioned this is like an Insta story he posted. I think yesterday or maybe oh, okay. Watched it maybe so. yeah, maybe. Okay. Speaking of Joey, he actually just went to Detroit this last uh, weekend and saw a screening of BBS, and he I think got to see some of the sites because it was filmed in Detroit. So thought I'd mention that uh, seemed like a cool trip for him. You know, a lot of people he met through the released Snyder Cut, got together to watch this screening. So I think it was just a regular screening. I don't think it was like the new extended edition for IMAX Snyder was working on. But I did joke with him and say, what if Snyder shows up with the Snyder Cut? <laughs> That'd be nuts. That'd be so crazy. But That would be. Yeah. I mean, it's four hours. You'd be there forever. <laughs> I'm excited, yeah, right. though. I'm, I'm ready for it. Uh, I've already made plans to see it, I think, with my cousin. So, yeah, I... Uh, I'm very excited. Hopefully the server doesn't crash on that day, but <laughs> All right, now are they going to do this beforehand or after the release on, on uh, HBO HBO first. And okay. I think Good. the theater, I think it's going to theaters. I'm not sure. I can't remember. seems like it's always changing, but yeah, I know wonder woman went in theaters before it re- was released. So uh, given that the Snyder cuts kind of a, um, a movement, if you will, type of film, you know, it's not really, um, cause WB isn't really advertising it much. So, you know, they right. want it to they fail. I really believe that. Things. Yeah. They, and yeah, know. I was going to say they didn't do any marketing for it. No. And no, and I'd, I'd be really surprised and, and find it absolutely hilarious. If, uh, this new Superman that they're going to go down just tanks in the theaters yeah. and, uh, and this, uh, Snyder cut does really well. I haven't really read into that project, but J.J. Abrams is attached, and I'm not a fan of his really anymore. I think he totally destroyed everything he's touched, you know, that's existed. No, 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 no. Uh, Star Trek, I thought, was really good. I was really excited about that. Yeah, like the first one, and then yeah. Into Darkness, I think, ruined things for me anyway, just as a fan. It's just, you know, 
not as bad as Star Wars because that you know the Rise of Skywalker yeah. was just like what the hell what what is this? There's no explanation here. Why is Palpatine back? You know, but I don't know. Maybe uh, uh, he will. I think he's going to produce this new Superman film, and there's a lot of talk. It's just it's like a another. It's a different Superman. It's from like maybe from another universe. I don't know if the Flash will set all this up or not. Who who knows? But. We'll see. We'll see. But yeah, I really think Henry Cavill still needs to be Superman. It's a perfect casting. It'd just be a shame if they didn't utilize him in any you know shape or form. But you know he's got success elsewhere. So if it's on them, if they don't want to, they don't want to do it, then he'll be fine. <laughs> Speaking of Superman, we're into recommendations right now. Uh, I just caught Superman and Lois CW show. Very hesitant to watch it. Because of, you know, CW has become very formulaic, I think, with their superhero shows. So, yeah, I was really mm-hmm. hesitant. But then there started to get a lot of good buzz and traction about this, you know, these two pilot episodes, if you will. So, yeah, basically the premise is Superman and Lois. They deal with all the stresses, pressures, and complexities that come with working parents in today's society. So, it's very... uh Set in our time where, you know, you have a lot of newspapers closing down. The Daily Planet is pretty much going digital, cutting cutting some jobs. Clark Kent is one of them that was cut. Stars Tyler Hoechlin and Elizabeth Tolak. And they're very well casted, I think. They were already on the CW Supergirl show. But he has a new suit on this. It's almost like they pretend that didn't happen i think you know it just feels like it's a very fresh take they move back to smallville they have two boys <laughs> one's a jock one's kind of a nerd and uh the show overall is just i think it's great it's got a great concept but steve actually wrote uh, a good thing about the show and some other topics as well it's under his comic blog if you want hey. to check that out steve'scomicblog.com so yeah very uh, very interesting take on what he thought Definitely check it out, at least the first two episodes. We'll see what tomorrow brings. But, yeah, you can go on the CW app and and check them out. So, yeah, it's Tuesday nights at 8. For somebody like me who's not big into Superman, would it be easy for me to, like, get into it? or? Yeah, I think so, because because uh, the, the parent dynamic, you know, if you're a parent, you definitely um, you definitely feel for them because they're, they're going, you know, they're not like the Brady Bunch. You know, they, there's issues and... You know, they're teenage boys, so, it, you know, there's a lot of issues there and moving from one town to another. But, yeah, it's really, you know, it really helps you relate to the characters more. And he just happens to be Superman, you know. So, you know, it's you feel right. bad when he has to leave because he, he is kind of an absent father. So they do. And you can tell from the trailers. I'm not giving much away, but they they didn't know he was Superman. He, uh, Clark never wanted to tell him. Lois did. And finally, they did. <laughs> had questions and all that stuff so yeah. you, you do feel bad when yeah something's going on he has to leave and you know it's just kind of like sorry kids i gotta do this i know that this is kind of a cheap shot and kind of campy but uh i did post something on the page on february 28th uh regarding the donnie and marie star wars holiday oh, special God. um and uh if you guys <laughs> haven't seen it i highly recommend going to our facebook page <laughs> Uh, field of geeks there you go i know it's a shameless plug however that's okay it uh it it does go to show the lengths of how corny uh some studio companies or even uh, people would get uh to uh make money mm-hmm. and especially in the 70s um where the psychedelic uh, drugs ruled the world 
Um, it make it takes it even a step further. And then seeing Donnie and Marie dress up as Han Solo and uh, and uh, Princess Leia just really tops the cake. Well, that um, was the, that was Luke Skywalker. You, you remember who Han Solo yes, was, I'm right? Sorry. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. No, you're uh, fine. Looked, uh, you know the hairdo kind of threw me off. No, um, I get it. I, no. will, I, I do ask though: Is that Peter Mayhew in uh, in Chewbacca, or is that just a Chewbacca stand-in? I doubt um, it. I doubt. I'll it. let you guys uh, <laughs> take the note on that one. But uh, it's it's got uh, stormtroopers dancing around them and singing a song. It is the uh, the creepiest thing you'll ever see. I'm sure George made a ton of money off of it, but uh, it's show tunes. Go. They're singing so, show tunes, I yes. think, aren't they? Oh my god, it's so <laughs> yes, bad. They are, but uh, please uh, make sure to check that out. Chris, it is, uh, one of a kind. Yes, yeah. Oh yeah, thank you for that. I think. Yes. Um, I didn't know that existed. I'm like, wow, the Star Wars holiday special looks a little bit better. Um, but yeah, really goes to show you, right. like they didn't know what the hell to do with Star Wars. They just knew it was popular, and like, let's just put some music with it and we'll get a lot of ratings. Yeah. And... and that's, that's really kind of the, the, the story about it all is be careful what you wish for because oh my gosh. not everything equates to money. So corny. Yeah. And you try it's, Oh, it's, it's terrible. It's bad. Chris, yeah. Chris Christopherson well, is Han Solo. He plays Han Solo. Out of all people, Chris Christopherson. Really? Yes. Beard and all. <laughs> Chris Christopherson is oh Han my God. Solo. Whistler. I, I can't. You know, I know he has a background in music and everything, but I know him more from like the Blade films. You know, they even, the Ninja Turtles went on tour as like a band. It's just, oh, yeah. I saw that tour or, you know, show here in Des Moines. Yeah. Out of our shells. Have a, like Mitch said, when you have something that's popular and you don't know what to do with it, but yes. you, know you want to make money off of it, you just kind of throw it at the wall to see if it sticks. Yep. Yeah. Well, it sure did. Remember Vanilla Ice? Vanilla Ice had that whole Secrets of the Ooze. Oh, I have soundtrack. a recommendation as well. <laughs> oh, he yeah. did? Oh, yes, Ninja Rap. Ninja, yes, go Ninja, ninja go Ninja, go. <laughs> I like that. Oh, it's good stuff. Thank you, 90s. Yes. <laughs> yes. Bring back Extra Cooler. Doing yes. Like, um, I was going to make a recommendation for another um, series on YouTube. Um, anyone who watched Power Rangers in space back when that was on the air the guy that played the red ranger in that came back for this series oh. and he's playing like kind of a darker version of his character so really um they've only done one episode so far but it's kind of like a they did like a crowdfunding kind of thing they do have some kind of legacy characters involved in it um cool. but it's kind of cool to check out especially if you're a power rangers fan so for sure have you ever gotten the pink ranger back from the original no she's oh. she's actually the the only thing she's done power rangers related was like having her cameo in the 2017 yes. power rangers oh, but that was seriously? about it yeah it's very brief yeah <laughs> but, uh, is this a dark take called, then? Uh, yeah it's a little more um it kind of seems like the power rangers are a little more of like a like a jackbooted you know like police force kind mm-hmm. of thing now sure something like that so um it's kind of interesting the first episode is very short it's about 15 minutes but uh they are going to be producing a full season on this hopefully wow okay um so it's called it's on the channel the nerdist on youtube um it's called bloodline of the grid so cool check that out if you're a power thank you i like that 
It's like disguised in case you're not a Power Rangers fan and you become one because it's like, yes, what? Yeah. But if you're if you're going into it expecting him to look like all long haired with like the highlights and shit like that. Yeah. Like, he's got a total makeover. Okay, this, sure. Like he's totally different. He looks like a little more Mad Max. Oh, in this <laughs> show. So <laughs> it's kind of, uh, I, Zordon's actually he died. Uh, spoiler alert. He died at the end of Power Rangers in space. Uh, so did the Muppets kill the, him? Uh, yes. <laughs> Yeah. Sorry, couldn't help oh, it. We're gonna kill you. We're gonna kill you, Zordon. He was piggy me that sledgehammer. Um, <laughs> um, we'll be right back. But no, he uh, he actually. Mitch was saying that the guy who plays Kano doesn't really look too much. Or Josh or Mitch, yeah. one of you was saying that. Yeah, that the guy that plays Kano doesn't really look like Kano. Yeah. If you look at how Christopher Kamen Lee looks in this in this series. I think he looks perfect for Kano, but that's just me. Well, there you go. Maybe he tried out it. for it. <laughs> he, maybe he did. Maybe that's why he shaved his then head. I don't know. He did this instead. He's like, damn it. Okay, fine. I'll go back. <laughs> you know, but I'm really hoping that they stick with it because there's so many like good fan films and fan series out there that they start yeah. it and then they can't get enough funding for it. So it just kind of ends. Right. So right. I'm really hoping that it, that it keeps going. Also, I think, I don't know if it came out today or if it's coming out sometime yet this week, but uh, Bat in the Sun has a new Batman film coming out. Yes. I saw that. That looks good. Um, I know Michael Madsen's anyway. playing Harvey Bullock, and yes. uh, Doug Jones is actually in it, who, you know, he's played um, Abe Sapien and a lot of characters yep. for uh, Guillermo del, del Toro. But uh, if, you've, uh, if you've never seen Kevin Porter play. Bruce Wayne slash Batman, you definitely need to check it out because he's probably in my top five for Batman actors. Oh yeah, really? the costume's great too. It looks it looks amazing. Yeah, he does an amazing. Uh, he does an amazing Batman, and Aaron Shinky, the guy that runs Bat Batman Son, he does a really good like spot on Joker. Oh sure, as sure. Well. So yep. I mean, it's it, I think it's very very much worth checking out. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, I look forward to that. Gives us a little bit more uh, Batman before we get this. Well, I don't know if it'll be out before the Snyder Cut or after. Probably after, I imagine. Snyder Cut's coming in two weeks or so, right? Yeah. I know they were still like finalizing some stuff with the audio and sure. editing and stuff like that. So I don't know if it's going to be the next week or two, something like that. But Yeah, like you, uh, I follow that page. It's, it's cool to see how they're coming and their announcements and the reveals. Pretty neat. Golden Globes were like, what, five hours long? <laughs> I know. Uh, so the yeah. funny thing about that is that I didn't even know that they had happened until I... like two days after the fact. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, wait. <laughs> it's so different. Yeah. Well, you in a way were our correspondent. So thank you very much. And yeah, let's recap this sucker. Yeah, here it is. Golden Globes in 30 seconds. Borat wins Best Actor for Best Motion Picture for Musical or Comedy. Uh, thanks, Rudolph Giuliani, for unzipping his pants. And Eliza Fisher, pretty in pink with an exceptionally large smile. Anna Taylor <laughs> wins Best Actress in a limited series, awkwardly air grabs at Nicole Kidman and zips her lips and throws away the key. Uh, Jodie Foster gives exception speech in her PJs and she thanks her dog. And then Jeff Daniels embodies all of us normal folk on Zoom with way too many doors. I don't know if you saw that. <laughs> Definitely made 
its rounds on what I recently discovered is Room Raider. Uh, so if you want to check that out, I definitely <laughs> recommend that because they rate rooms, not just for the Golden Globes, but for like CNN correspondents, um, but just like not major uh, news broadcasters. And they rate these rooms based off of like just different things that they see or the picture quality or what have you. And it's actually really funny. And so he made their Twitter with his... Um, door count and actually I, I looked at it and there are quite a few doors there it's very confusing <laughs> he's a rich man <laughs> i think one's a closet one's like to narnia and then one's a red room to the outs yeah it's a red room and then maybe one is the hallway i'm not sure <laughs> so yeah uh, yeah thanks for yeah. doing that that's awesome yeah you saved a lot of people time, you know, because they're like, Ugh, I don't want to watch the award show. Did again. you guys see his speech at all? His wife, just the whole, her smile. I just kept focusing on her smile the whole time. <laughs> I didn't. I watched it a few, oh my God, go back and watch it. And that's all you're going to see. It was a weird ceremony. Time. It was just weird, you know, because you just don't have that uh, audience thing. It's just kind of like, woo. And then some of their audio yeah. is shit and you can't hear what they're saying. And yeah, it's like, yeah. wow, it just goes to show you like, you know. They're just like us. <laughs> sometimes we have great audio and sometimes we have shitty reception or whatever. And Jeff Daniels really looked like he was in a Zoom meeting with his outfit <laughs> and the quality of yeah. his camera. Yeah. And I mean, he just really felt like he was Zooming it. Well, yeah. And people picked on uh, Jason Sudeikis. He just had like a sweatshirt on. <laughs> he just looked like he came out of bed. His hair's all messed. Yeah. <laughs> he took it seriously. You could tell. Then you had the people who were wearing, you know, um, well, you get the PJs people and then the people who were like, oh, yeah, I'm really going to go out and get a dress and do my hair and do my makeup because <laughs> that's what the Golden Globes is about. And right. that I didn't understand. Yeah. But more power to them, right? Any uh, news topics anybody want to share? The only thing I had for news was the whole, um, quote, cancellation of Dr. Seuss and uh, Mr. Potato Head. What I heard about Dr. Seuss. What about Mr. Potato? R.I.P. So, so they're still going to make Mr. Potato Head, but they're dropping the Mister, so that's more yeah. gender neutral. I don't know about you guys. I didn't. I had a Mr. Potato Head when I was growing up, and it came with like all the girly shit too. And they still called it Mr. Potato Head. Oh, it did. So, so what about Mrs. Potato Head? Is she? Are we dropping Mrs. off of that? I don't know. Is she gone? It's just going to come with like. You know, you can dress it up as a boy. You can dress it up as a girl. You can dress it up as a whatever oh, the new so trendy thing is. It's just going to be called Potato Head. Transsexual, yeah. or I don't know. Why don't you just make it? Why don't you just make it a two pack, and you can just do whatever the hell you want? You know, just. They Personally, I don't remember my no. Mister Potato Head coming with a dick attachment. So. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, you know, I also took one of his hands and shoved it in there. Walgreens oh, yeah, did a, have an exclusive. I'm kidding. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> did it did it come with a syringe and a rubber band to wrap on its arm? Drugged out potato head. Crackhead potato From what I remember, they both opened from the back. So I think head. that's pretty accurate. <laughs> well, you know, what, the funniest thing about it is I was looking online to see I was looking online to see if there were any discussions about this. And Bette Midler, of all people, had like just the most perfect quote for it. She'd be like, I'd be less concerned with whether or not it's a boy or a girl and more concerned with the fact that you store everything in its butt. <laughs> exactly. You know, the yeah, one what's thing that about? about the, yeah. the, the one funny uh, thing 
was that if you looked at originally Miss Potato Head, you had to supply your own potato. And then the attachments were metal spikes that you had to stick into the potato. So it was actually a very dangerous toy to play with as a kid um, in, in, the, uh, in the early days. And also, I guess you could find some really funny potatoes to shove these metal objects into. But, well, it created uh, serial killers, too, probably. <laughs> so it was a good thing they went yeah. to plastic. <laughs> but uh, oh, I'm waiting boy. for the anatomically correct potato. Well, I mean, was their cells diminishing so much? Like, do they have a lot of leftover Mrs. Potato Head? And they're like, how can we salvage this? Like, no one wants to buy this. Uh, like, I don't know. I mean, it's, you know, I I know I mentioned the Dr. Seuss thing. Like, that I can kind of see. I, I don't know who asked. It's one of those classic, like, hey, that's great. Who asked? Is it even still a popular toy with, like, all the... It's only popular I, because uh, of Toy Story yeah. anymore, I think. You got your I Darth Vader kids. Potato Head and all that crap, so... What's that, Megan? Oh, Sorry. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, yeah, I they, have younger I kids, and I have yet to purchase one. I mean, I don't... Yeah, and they have that phone, too. That's also a Toy Story thing, but it was before that. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's just old school toys. and I think they, honestly, I think they just did it because, you know, they want to have a headline and sell more of the products. That's all I think. Like you said, divers- diversify, you know, meet more. Right. More of what consumers are now. I mean, because they'll get attention, and some people actually will buy it because of that. But I, I just, yeah, it's like, who was asking for this? Was there really a, a demand for this? You know, and it's a freaking potato. You know, <laughs> I mean, I guess yeah, a potato can't be Mister or Mrs. <laughs> um, I interjected. I apologize. No, you're no. fine. Apologize. I'm good. I approach the bench. My potato's mashed. I'm good. <laughs> Your potatoes mashed. That yeah, that sounded like? bad. Yeah. yeah. Oh shit! I just been canceled, <laughs> guys. Potatoes. Uh, uh, I was gonna say, speaking of cancel cult- culture, TikTok. I don't know if you guys heard. It's a big thing amongst Gen Zs and millennials, myself included, sure. obviously. Um, about the whole canceling of Eminem. People were calling for that. Oh, because what's of that about? Oh, yeah. The rapper, right? Yeah. Not the candy. Oh. <laughs> yeah, the the rapper, not the candy. Uh, because of his lyrics, which oh come you know, on, America already came from him once oh, on. and failed. So, and I guess he released a song about it, uh, rightfully as he usually does. So, um, <laughs> yeah. I haven't listened to it, so I, I don't know. But I just that was interesting. Mm. Yeah, I mean that's the thing. You could eventually. Some of it's legit to to you know talk about and all that but eventually you're gonna pick apart everything and just it's you know anxiety fest just to think about it let alone if you're creating things like you're restricted like oh my gosh i can't do any of this anymore like you know that's stuff that's not even yet been uh you know pointed at as offensive it's just it just feels like it's art and you know there's just so much that hasn't been discussed that needs to be discussed, you know, like who's, who wants to change all this? It seems like people really rather have their rights, you know, as a human being first, mm-hmm. then we can get into potato heads and shit. But yeah, like I think my favorite one then, that, and I've heard two of these uh, just this week so far uh, mm-hmm. today, um, they've canceled Pepe Le Pew. Yes, I um, saw that too. And uh, they've also reduced the bosom size of Lola. Uh, which would be Bugs Bunny's uh, girlfriend from uh, hmm. uh, Sorry for Space Jam. Is it weird yeah. that I never 
I guess as a female, I never. I guess as a male, I've never looked at a, right? at a fictional character. Well, okay, I take that back. <laughs> <laughs> This is not the discussion for Field of Geeks. No, it's not. No. That's the after show, after midnight. Would you be able to turn yourself on? Field of Geeks after dark. You provide the stories, we'll provide the therapy. Just imagine these people coming in, man, those bunny titties are too big. You need to shrink and dink those down. So, <laughs> <laughs> who are you? I don't know. I just walked in from out of the street. Uh, I just had an idea. It's all right. I'll go now. But anyway, yeah. So I created Mr. My, Potato uh, Head. Excuse me. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, well, yeah. Pepe Le Pew, because I could see like that offends the French, but does it? Like, was there a survey? Like, it it wasn't. It wasn't even that. It was oh sexist, the right? Aggressive. Yeah. The aggressiveness of his love for that cat um, <laughs> that people say is rape. So. Oh man, that's I stretching just... a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Oh god. Yep. Just erase so that's, everything. That's what it boils down to. Yeah. Jesus. So anyway, those are oh, my okay. grapes. Great. Hey, Mitch, do you remember like a year ago, maybe it was a year ago, we're at Josh's house, we're all talking about like how the world was becoming like a PC society. Mm-hmm. And, oh, yeah. and here we are again, just talking about all the things. Well, it just, it's, it just sidetracks. You get locked up for too long. <laughs> it just, yeah, just sidetracks the most important and... issue. That's the problem. There's more important things yeah. to discuss and tackle. This is like... We're going after things that are way down on the list. Like no one's asking, I think, asking for this. But like Dr. Seuss, yes, they, they've canceled some books, right? Uh, but they're books I didn't even know of. I did see some imagery of them and some saint and yeah. some dialogue. So yes, it is troubling. I don't. Thankfully, it, I don't have to make the decision. Like, <laughs> it is. Okay, but, so you that- know, you have to also you have to also realize he was he was doing propaganda for like World War II and stuff mm-hmm. like that at the same time as well so i mean it was just part of the i hate to say it was part of the culture when yeah. he was but this was like in the 1950s it's like like you said josh it was three very obscure books that i hadn't heard of mm-hmm. so i went back and checked them i checked some of the imagery too and i'm like yeah okay that's at first i thought like how can you you know really go mm-hmm. that far with like little cat people but right then i looked at it and i was like yeah okay that might be offensive if like uh i don't know the wrong person saw it today, they'd probably right. be like, well, I don't care what the context is. It's offending. Well, it just makes you but. think, like, should there just be a new, uh, should it be uh, revisualized, you know, re uh, redone? This Obviously, some of the oh. written material needs to be done, too. But it's like, do you do that or do you cancel? Like, I get the company in their, in their best interest. They're like, you know, these probably aren't massively popular books. So let's just... You know, oh, yeah, I could makes it easier. I could see if it was like, you know, how the Grinch stole Christmas. Yeah. If they canceled that for something because they thought that he looked too much like a greedy mm. something or other, you know. Yeah. Like I could see there being a little more of an uproar about it. But it was like the more I dug into it, the mm-hmm. more I was kind of like, yeah, I can see that. No, like I don't necessarily 100% right. agree with it, but I can see it. You know? It was, yeah, it was, it wasn't like he was a trendsetter with that stuff either. You know, there, like you said, it was a 1950s mentality of things. And yeah, looking back, it's not the best. And 
Yeah, I mean, there is a discussion that needs to be done about this, but Dr. Seuss himself, though, did so much great for everyone, for kids, and his legacies, you know, it's something you should be, um, you should look up to, and yeah, we're all human, and yeah, we're a victim of our times, basically, right? We're treading dangerously close yes. on some things that have happened in the past, <laughs> Yes, and my concern is when you start to do that, censor, um, even if you don't agree with it, I mean, hell, do you remember the whole conversation oh my god this game is too aggressive you gotta mm-hmm. you gotta stop making it mm-hmm. well if the game's too aggressive be a parent and not let your kid play it or yeah. don't play it right right um yeah. you don't like the material don't read it but don't stop printing it because it's a part of history and, and like what bill was saying is it's a period piece mm-hmm. and the more that you try to censor history the more you're doomed to repeat mm-hmm. past incidences so well, I, I can say, yes, I probably don't agree with a stereotype of, of what could be in a book. I choose to acknowledge that it's there and acknowledge that, that at that period of time, that was an acceptable thing to do. Uh, but maybe I don't agree with it now. And mm-hmm. if that's the case, I would censor it from um, somebody I know or something like that or whatever the case may be. But I don't think that you should ever like ban something because mm-hmm. then you're treading in very dangerous, dangerous territories. And uh, I think we saw how that turned out, but um, yeah, that's just, that's just my opinion on it. And I'll yeah. Leave it at that. Yeah. I mean, it's just not, it's not an easy topic to talk about, you know, a lot of people are, I think just kind of confused and, you know, they don't know what to think or they, or they do want to, they do know what to think, but then, you know, people will call them out and say, Oh, you know, how dare you support that or whatnot. But I don't know. Would it, well, would you be happy with a disclaimer? Like I know they've done that with some movies now on like HBO max, you know, something. Cause I, yes, it should be up to the parents, but still, you know, some parents will just sit their kid down. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, a lot of it too, you have to look at world wartime mentality. Yeah. Especially around, around that time. It was, you know, we were like, we were relying on war bonds to fund the war effort mm-hmm. pretty much. Yeah. And the way you did that was you made America hate the enemy we were fighting. True. Yep. You know? Yep. So, I mean, that's why he, you know, made the anti-Japanese and anti-German mm-hmm. war propaganda was to boost sales of war bonds. Right. Like it wasn't, you know, it doesn't make it right by today's standards, but mm-hmm. it's like Mitch said, it's part of our history. It's what we... You know, we did the same thing during Vietnam. There were countries that were doing the same thing about us right? when we right. were fighting. You know, so, I mean, it's it's just, you know, yeah, we're, we're a little more tolerant now, I think, than we were then. Mm-hmm. But, sure. you know, it is, in some respects, I would say, yeah, take it out of circulation, but take, like, three of them that are print the, you know, one of each of them that are printed and put it like in the Smithsonian. Yeah. Yeah. And be like, this is part of our history or some, you know. Well, yeah. I mean, I don't, maybe not Smithsonian, but you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. Right. Preserve it somehow so that it's the Library not, of Congress. Yeah. I mean, I think yeah. so. I mean, it's, it's not like a, yeah. you know, and it doesn't have to be a how to manual. It, mm. it has to be a, this is why we don't do this anymore manual. You right, know, yeah, it's it's an example, it's, yeah, because yeah, into it. you know, there's several ways to tackle it, and um, yeah, you don't want to forget that history. So if you take it away, then if it comes back, then you're not going to be able to recognize it. It's interesting, mm-hmm. and it's it's really interesting because there's different forms of of that, uh, you know, 
mm-hmm. um, twofold. So like, for example, a lot of people said, you know, the burning of the Library of Alexandria, we lost hundreds of years of technology that we could be so further along than what we are right now because mm-hmm. that, that library burned. That's that's the value of, of books and writing mm-hmm. and and historic, keeping historical data. What, what if they just put it all on, on digital copy or just had like an internet version of it so that we, we could always, you know, yeah. or, say, or, or like, yeah. or like you were saying, like put it in a section where it's just like, you know, this book may contain images that are mm-hmm. disturbing or, or something like this. This depicts a period of time in which may upset some people due to the mm-hmm. period of when it was written and stuff. Just so that people are warned up front, but right, yeah. right, and you could all be, you know, another thing you could do is uh, teach about what was wrong with it. Maybe right. like like I said, like update it to current times, but make the old one available for comparison and ex- explanation. You know, I think that would be wise. Overall, it's the company's decision, so they're like, you know, we're not popular books. So I mean, not to me anyway. I didn't even know about these books, so. <laughs> But yeah, I, I don't think yeah. you should cancel um, Dr. Seuss at all. He's yeah. human, and he, well, he did a lot of good. Well, there will come a day when they, come a day when they start trying to ban biblical books of all relation or all religions, and then we'll say, oh, that's too far. But then they'll say, well, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> I know it's and that's it's, when we're put it's a rocky down. it's a rocky road, and um, yeah. I don't want to get into book burnings or anything like that, so hopefully yeah. we don't get there. But well, let's move on to uh, reviews. I had the pleasure of watching Coming to America two. Coming to America. Did you really have the pleasure though? I wanted Wasn't to. Was it a pleasure? Mm. <laughs> well, you know how I, you know, I wanted to like this film. I really did, and you know, the first trailer was not. You know, amazing to me. Second one was much better. I actually laughed out loud. Funny thing is, they took that scene out that I laughed out loud with. Oh, There's a lot really? of scenes they actually did not use from the trailers. I hate when they do that, but in this case, it might have improved things. But you know, of course, everyone who doesn't know or you know knows this is a sequel to Coming to America, the 1988 classic film that starred Eddie Murphy, Arsenio Hall. Uh, James Earl Jones, John Amos, and uh, a bunch of other people. And most of them do make their uh, return in this film. It's uh, now directed by Greg Brewer. He did Hustle and Flow, Black Snake, Moan, Dolomite is My Name, which was the big comeback film Eddie Murphy was in. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, uh, he you know received nominations and even got some awards for his performance. So yeah, things were looking up. And you know when they announced this team was going to make sequel to coming to america i was not excited when i first announced it i just was like why would you make a sequel after all this time <laughs> it better be good right it's got to be good you know to finally right decide to do it so the story you know it's set in present day 33 years later and you know this is i'm not giving away much but keem has a bastard son he didn't know of and he lives in queens new york so he um he has to basically you know rekindle that relationship well not really rekindle like get to know his son it's also for uh matters of the kingdom they have to have a male successor so Akeem's about ready to become king and all he has is daughters currently with lisa so the rules are no no females can can rule so yeah it's um it's just sad to say that this film isn't good it's not good 
uh, all the jokes just fell flat. And, you know, one good thing it kind of did was it opened up the universe a little bit more. You got to see more of Zamunda and Wesley Snipes is like a dictator neighbor to them. And I'm not kidding you, the the kingdom, his kingdom is uh, next Doria. So, uh <laughs> Not, oh, far, dear. not far fetched. That is but really terrible. Yeah, he, uh, yeah, he wishes one of Akeem's children to marry one of his. He's got a, a son and a daughter, so kind of goes back and forth. Uh, but yeah, a lot of old tropes, you know, they brought back. Does that don't make sense? You know, if you made the sequel like ten years later or whatever, yes. But like the barbers are brought back. We know this from the trailer. Those guys would be long gone by now. <laughs> Those guys were old then. <laughs> And they look the same, obviously, because Eddie Murphy and Arsenio Hall play those characters. Um, some of their dialogue was decent, but just a waste, man. They just, I don't know what happened. You know, if I if I was going to make a sequel to something this many years later, I would make sure it was, like, on par. And it just has some old tropes, you know, and uh, it's predictable. And they kind of try to flip the story from the first one, but it's just, uh, it's just... It was kind of painful to watch, to be honest. But yeah, it's just a nostalgia fest without any originality. It's kind of like, you know, Luke Skywalker in um, uh, The Last Jedi, you know, how you wanted to see the Luke you knew come back, you know. Uh, Akeem's kind of that way in this film. Like, you know, you would think they changed the rules for him to marry Lisa, who is not uh, royal blood. And you would think the kingdom would make other changes but spoiler they they never really did you know so Akeem's kind of you know he's not really a trendsender after he married Lisa but it's great to see all the cast back that's the only positive thing I got you know it's you know it's very it's trying to be very um clever but not really it's kind of breaking down all the characters that were established in the first one which you didn't really need to say out loud um you know, just kind of their shortcomings, right, that are offensive now. But, yeah, it's just, oof, it just was yeah. not, uh, yeah, parts of it felt rushed and kind of small. Like, there's some sets that, yeah, they just, they seem like they just filmed them really quick, you know, and not much space. But, yeah, it's just, unfortunately, it's, I don't think it's worth seeing. Uh, I haven't seen the original since I've seen this, but I, I do plan on it. And yeah, I plan to enjoy it a lot more. <laughs> that original is such a classic, but I mean, they tried sort of, but it's shocking because Murphy did write some of this and there's a big, you know, like I said, big cast. You think they, they would sign on like in the script, but yeah, it's just kind of tone deaf, you know, and some of the jokes were just stupid and just kind of like those, you know, those, it's just a new type of humor that doesn't work with these characters. So yeah, it's on Amazon Prime if you want to check it out. It actually dropped a day early. But yeah, uh, it's a big bummer. I was really hoping uh, hoping for better. But it's a good thing it didn't go to the theater. I think maybe that's why Paramount sold it to Amazon. <laughs> they they probably knew they had a a bad bad movie on their hands. But yeah. So yeah, that's all I got to say about that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I know. I wanted to like it, man. Anymore. Five minutes in, yeah. I was like, this is not good and it's not getting better like man i hate i hate when you go see a movie you sit down and yeah you just know right off the start like yep this is uh i'm not gonna get this time back <laughs> it's a train wreck it's painful i we talked about before the show 
um, I think Bill brought it up, Blues Brothers 2000. Actually yes. told everyone that movie's probably better than this movie. <laughs> it's yeah, Ooh. it's bad. It's that really stands bad. on because that was. I think what's good about these sequels is it brings you back to the first movie. It was years since I saw the first Blues yeah. Brothers. I saw the 2000, and I was like, "Oh, this is really cool." You know, like I kind of liked it, but then I saw the first one. I was like, "Oh my god!" They pretty much made the same movie. Like every every beat's the same. Yeah, uh, this movie is not every beat yeah. is the same. So I think that's where it gets worse in my opinion. Uh they try to like switch it up and it just doesn't work. But Blues Brothers 2000 actually probably had better humor <laughs> if that's, you know, saying much, but yeah. Um yeah. Shockingly, Blues Brothers 2000 is, I mean, is better than this. <laughs> there's been so many times where they've made, you know, Hollywood has decided to like green light sequels to movies that nobody ever really needed. Yes. Yes. Like they did yeah. that with Zool- with Zoolander. Oh, that was they a- did it with Joe Dirt. Like, never did see Joe Dirt, but Zoolander I mean, two I was say like, like what? I mean, I would say like Anchorman two would be like one of the exceptions. Like I that liked was actually kind of funny. Yeah. Yeah. I, I did. They like did have that some one. good lines in it and stuff like that. But yeah, when you basically just try to make the same movie over again twenty years later, it doesn't work. Bring some growth into it. Like yeah, Anchorman two did it did do that. It it changed it up. They weren't at the same news station. You know, they went they went other places and relationships evolved and new characters were brought in and it was funny, I thought, you yeah. know. I'm not I don't know. I, I think it's just as good as the first almost, but I know a lot of other people think the first one's a lot better and the second one wasn't, but I, I definitely think uh the jokes were on par, especially compared to coming to America. <laughs> um there's not a lot yeah. of f- flat jokes in that one. Um I just think the writing was better for that, unfortunately. But yeah. It's crazy, and they even make a joke about sequels um, being made well, well long after the first one. You know, it, um, was it Be Cool? They did the same joke. I don't know if you remember that one. That was a sequel to Get Shorty, which was a masterpiece compared to Be Cool. Uh, Be Cool is probably better than Coming to America. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, I'm not selling this movie, am I? Yeah. Was, yeah. I guess. Oh, there's no need to. Mm. Yeah, That's well, a, you know, I think you sold us on not seeing it. Yeah, they're not paying you, so which is, you know, I take no pleasure in doing that because I really wanted this to be good, and I hope Eddie Murphy doesn't go back into his hole, you know, where he he kind of like, you know, his box office is bad and he disappears for ten years. I mean, he's pushing sixty. It's like if you're gonna do other things, now's the time. You know, there's talk he's gonna do stand up. I I hope so. You know, I think the dollar signs is what will take him to keep going, even though you know, critic critical acclaim is not going to be there for this film but yeah it's unfortunate yep it's just another sequel that shouldn't have you know it could have been made maybe five years after the first that would have been the time to you know strike but yeah it's just makes no sense for some of these characters to be back other than hey you remember these guys like yes i, I totally get it i love those characters this doesn't make any damn sense <laughs> this becomes a cartoon moving on to something better wandavision uh, the last three episodes have oh, finished. Yeah. Had a big finale there. Uh, can't believe um, it's over. I think they're gonna make they're gonna have a making of premiere this Friday, and I was yeah. bummed that the episodes didn't get longer. I think they only got longer by like ten minutes, but we started getting the last after credits. Was an hour? Was it an hour? Mm-hmm. I know we we did get after credits, so I was happy when those started. What were your thoughts of episodes seven through nine, just finishing out the series? 
Um, I'm very happy with it, but I wanted more. Yeah. I think just because I got so invested in it and I was like, great. Now I have to wait for how long until Doctor Strange comes out. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, that, that was the only bad thing. I, yes. I liked the way they left it, though, because they left it open enough to where some questions can be answered in Doctor Strange. Some questions could be answered with mm-hmm. next Captain Marvel movie. Kevin Feige's huge about that. And you'll think like, okay, whatever happened to that guy? And then like five, <laughs> mi- five movies or shows later, it's like, oh, there he is again. He's, um, a, he's about ready so to make I mean, a Star Wars film. <laughs> you, you kind of have to look at that, but. Yes. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> I think you'll do a good I, Star I Wars. I don't mean, oh, God, by Kevin Feige. I'm oh, just, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Why Star we'll Wars? Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah I think uh, I, I think it had a lot of good callbacks to the comics, and yes, um, I was kind of expecting the end of it to be more like M Day. Oh, sure, like Decimation, whatever that was. Um, right. But Set I'm up happy more, with yeah. the way it ended. I'm happy with the way it ended. Um, I don't think there's probably going to be much talk of what happened in this show when uh, Captain America or whatever. Falcon and Winter Soldier yes. come out, but right, you know, I think uh, I think it, it set some things in motion for the future of the MCU. So I'm, oh yeah, absolutely, I'm completely satisfied with it. Yeah, and then gave us things we I I wanted for sure from Endgame. I I wanted Vision back, you know, and I'm glad that we got two versions basically. So that was really fun to see. And um, but boy, yeah. was that a uh, like a very visual gap in the storyline because he just flies off and says i am vision yes where does he go right is he gonna be like and the way that they kind of left off the ending there um is i i have a feeling that she's gonna meet him again um oh sure yeah yeah and what happens from there is gonna be interesting and i think it has a lot to do with uh into the multiverse movie coming out here soon Sure. Yeah. Well, you know, um, I the only big complaint I kind of have, it felt like maybe we needed another scene or something, but uh, director Hayward seemed to really turn without much um, explanation into like a mustache twirling villain, if you will. You know what I mean? <laughs> like that was yeah. just kind of like, really? Like, okay. Like I wish his conversation with Monica uh, from the start, there was some hint there, but I thought he was a cool dude and just felt like a stretch a little bit, you know, like maybe we needed a little bit yeah. more. I don't know. I, I loved what well, we had. I had said this to you before when we were chatting on uh, Facebook yeah. one day, Josh, um, I kind of got the uh, general Ross vibe from him. Sure. Where he, he kind of thought he was doing the right thing, but it wasn't for the right reasons mm-hmm. or, you know, I don't know. He's, he kind of seemed to me like he was doing this because he saw what threats were being posed to the world, especially after, you know, mm-hmm. him being one of the ones that survived the snap. Mm-hmm. Um, he kind of made mention of that in an earlier episode, but yeah, I mean, he kind of just kind of just got arrested and it's like, yeah, we're not going to see him until there's a, you know, Billy and Tommy show 20 years later, <laughs> yeah. probably. And he's going to be, the big, big bad or something right but uh you know i mean they kind of they're kind of doing that with like zemo from mm-hmm. from uh civil war yep 
like he thought he was just kind of done and now he's going to show back up again. So sure. You never know. He could, he could make another appearance later sure. on, but yeah, uh, yeah I, I, th- I thought it was interesting. Like I even, I even had to go back and watch um, episode four when he was saying that uh, Wanda had broken into their facilities and stole vision. Right. Um, Cause like when they showed in episode seven, when they actually showed her there, I was like, well, she didn't take him at all. Yeah. So I went back and looked at the footage and stuff. I went back and like looked at the footage and stuff and was like, I could have sworn it showed her like taking off with him, but it didn't. I didn't know if he like maybe doctored it or something yeah, like that. To try like and make cut it, villain, cut it but... up. Yeah. Like her, yeah. her entering the, the headquarters with her powers and then you cut and then the glass breaking, yeah. I think, and then visions everywhere cut. And then it's like, yeah, he, she took him. So it kind of made it less creepy though, because when she had those visions of <laughs> visions, when she had visions of vision <laughs> dead, you were like, is this corpse just walking around? Like that's kind of gross, you know, but it's yeah, he was never there. Like she created him out of uh out of her, her mind, her mind stone, if you will. It set up so much. I, I know a lot of people are kind of upset about the, the cliff the, or the ending and I, I don't really understand it, you know. I think it, it set up so much that you would need like two movies to set up, you know, um, you know, uh, yeah. Agatha Hark- Harkness. Uh, that was, that was a cool reveal. That song was awesome. Um, it actually is high up on the charts. I don't know if you've heard that, but it's catchy. <laughs> my kids love it. I mean, yeah, that's kind of been a treat of this show. Like my family and I actually watch it and I didn't think they would, they would dig it, but they, they do. And, uh, you know, I watch it. I usually watch it during the day and then that night we'll watch it together but yeah um it's yeah. cool it's cool to see their reaction to it and you know it just helps it helps them want to see more of them in the movies and all that so that's good it's good pr <laughs> but yeah Catherine Hahn yeah. she's awesome and she really did a good job with that character i think a lot of she us did. saw that coming yeah she played a she played a played a really convincing villain and i hope somehow they bring her back yeah um, I don't think her story's over. Like, yeah, she she's been part of the comics for years. Sure. Yep. I mean, going back to the '60s. So you know, she's probably going to show up when the Fantastic Four have their kid. <laughs> there you go. Because she was, I, th- I think, in the comics, like she was the one trying to help him control yes. his powers or something. That's right. She's kind of a good guy, right? Or no? Well, she she's like a conditional ally. Right. She's gotcha. She's like neutral. Sure, I guess I, I can see know. that. I can Skirt see that. The line. <laughs> yeah, exactly. People's uh, complaints is like the fan theories were more interesting than the outcome because it was predictable in the end, kind of. But I, I don't have a problem with that. You know, that's that's fans' faults. You know, for it was fun, right? You know, a lot of YouTube personalities thrived on this weekly, you know, new episode. Which, you know, I, I don't know if. Um, I really liked it was like the whole whole nation seemed to be on the same page, you know, if you dug the show. Yeah. I kind of like that about the week by week versus the all at once. I don't think you would have gotten Yeah, you wouldn't have gotten all this this these theories or, you know, these like what oh what could it be, you know, because yeah, you'd binge it in a day and that'd be it. So I I think the week yeah, week I, by week formula yeah. is the best way. I think I'm pretty happy that I didn't binge it all at once because then i would have been just it was exciting to have that to look forward to yes and to know that like you didn't have to take a big chunk of your time to watch one episode it was right you know if you took out the 12 minutes worth of credits it was like a 20 minute show (laughs) yeah 
Right. Well, in you know, so I mean, it, was, it wasn't bad by yeah. any means. I don't think. And I loved we got to see a flashback of her and her family. Like that's what established the yeah. the reasoning for the television world she created. Like she was basically raised on, just like we thought that she was raised on those tapes. And you know, I I expected like kind of like the end of Endgame, where like you're happy that it's here and everything like that but it's so heartbreaking with like tony dying and stuff like that right i kind of expected that with this one but i got that more so from episode eight than episode nine if that makes any sense oh yeah i think uh, she's going through and doing her flashbacks and stuff like that right yeah of course like that was i think like just seeing the way she you know seeing the way she interacted with her family and with vision mm-hmm. and things like that it kind of you know that that kind of made you really feel for mm-hmm. Wanda and just all the things that she's gone through. Yeah, it was cool and to then, see the the scene where she, they described in Age of Ultron. You you see that scene, you see the Stark Industries weapon in yes. the living room, and then the reveal that I think this is pretty much hundred percent. But she already was a witch, like she was going to do something, and Agatha was like, I forgot what kind of spell she claimed she did with the missile but she said how long were you here and she said two days and then she smirked i'm like okay i think something definitely knew something was up when uh wanda saw the tesseract and what it did like that's how her and her brother survived they were they already had powers and it just woke them up i really thought that was interesting yeah it was cool to see her at like the strucker facility when she first kind of you know interacted with the mind stone and stuff like that so Mm -hmm. That part was really cool. That's what made me think they were going to go in the direction of mutants with this, but it, yeah, you they could, never really did. But you could stretch I mean, it a little bit. But yeah, there's yeah. no no Magneto for their father. Unfortunately, <laughs> I knew that wasn't going to happen. Well, but. yeah, not everything from the comics needs to be adapted. Right. I mean, you know, yeah, you would, yeah, you would never please everybody anyway. Like it, it would be, be like. <laughs> You know, some things are just too predictable. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, if we got a new Spider-Man movie, we're going to be like, oh, who are they going to get to play Uncle Ben to die in the beginning? (laughs) But which is why they didn't tackle it with uh, Tom Hardy or um, Holland. They didn't tackle Uncle Ben with him much. (laughs) Yeah. But I mean, they didn't really need to. No, they didn't. We've seen it too much. Yeah. But um, I think the very end where she's like, astral projecting and reading the book yeah reading the dark hold um and then she hears tommy and billy yelling for her yes i think that's going to be like hinting at miss at mephisto oh sure like the, the temptation to go evil pretty much you're, you're thinking well because um in the i don't know how they did it i can't remember what came first i think it was at first her children were shards of mephisto mm-hmm and then oh sure like they went back into mephisto and then that's what killed him right because you know their goodness overpowered him or whatever sure and then you know then like the next time she had kids they were basically like that's when dr strange came in and said they never existed wanda like Mm. you need to stop this yeah kind of thing but I don't know. Maybe we'll get something along those lines, but you know, I thought would be cool is like the cabin setting they had for her. If Doctor Strange showed up, he didn't see him, maybe, but he just says, uh, "Monica, I've come to bargain" or something like that, and then it's like, boom. Yeah. Like you know, those two are gonna be. (laughs) I think he's gonna become a teacher. That's my guess, and there is a theory as to where the actual Vision went to, 
some say, and it makes a lot of sense, uh, back to Wakanda, because that was his last memory. So he probably maybe went back to, is it Shuri? Is that? Um, yeah. Yeah, because he's probably like, well, fix and, me. <laughs> I'm, I'm old. Well, white. she might have like, she might have like downloaded his, you know, schematics or whatever yeah. when she was working on him. And oh, sure, yeah. That. So that would make sense. Yeah, because that's something but, they could. Uh, that's something they could dabble with, right? Because she was in the middle of doing something, and then he had to get up. Yeah. But it's like something was started there, I think, and they can revisit that. So yeah, I loved the new. The robotic version of Vision. I did read up on a little bit of the white uh, Vision. I think that's what they call him in the comics. But yeah, he's basically just yeah no emotion. He's just machinery. And I think when they reconstructed him in the comics, and he became the white version, like he had all the memories of the old Vision, but he didn't have any emotion. Oh sure, sure, or something like that. Like it's basically just like you know, a computer accessing mm-hmm. data from a hard drive, like, right. okay, I can see this, you know, where Thanos killed me and right. where Wanda killed me. And then I got brought back and killed again. And sure. Sure. Yeah. It's like he's, over, so, you know, he's but... soulless in a way, like maybe the vision somehow had a soul. I mean, there was a lot, a lot in there to work with. That was kind of vague, you know, like when they're battling, yeah. you know, it's like, how is this vision able to do, you know, zap the other vision. And they're saying now that the, Robotic vision is more powerful, so I'm not sure how that, you know, without the Infinity Stone, you would think, how are you going to match up to that? Unless they're able to clone it somehow? I don't know. Well, I mean, he is still technically powered by it. Right. They, they couldn't they couldn't activate him until they had, like, the residual power from Wanda. Yes, so that was a nice setup. Technically, he is powered by it, but yeah, um, I don't know. I thought the... Um, I know Paul Bettany wants to still play Vision. Sure. So that's good for the future of it. But yeah. I think the original Vision has come full circle. Yes. Just the speech that he gave to mm. Wanda at the end where he's like, I was a you know, a voice without a body, then then I became a a body without, you know, a soul, and then I became who I am today. Who knows what I'll be next. Yeah, a living memory. Kind of yeah, that was cool. That was cool. So uh I mean, I think, I think they're going to do a lot of great things with the MCU. Um, I know there was people saying, "Oh, they can't make it work without RDJ and without Chris Evans." And uh, to them, I say, "Suck it." I think it's going to be fun to see where it goes. I just hope, I just hope that Feige doesn't pass it on to somebody else and they come in and just totally fuck it up. Yeah, yeah, I, I think. Uh, yeah, please, I... Rian Johnson, stay far away from the MCU. <laughs> and JJ Abrams, sorry, I had to say that. Yes, you too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um yeah what about you mitch um things you liked and loved and maybe didn't so much anything expectations i thought it was a really good ending i actually thought uh was is sad because i mean she's she's kind of going through this whole grieving process and mm-hmm. i think the the entire plot of this is how does she get over grieving for vision yeah well it it uh unfortunately leaves her worse off in some ways than others, but in in a new way, she found a new power. So, um, you know, the, the whole white vision thing, I'll be really interested to see where that goes. The one thing that really did tick me off though, is the fact that when, when they were fighting, there was one scene where I'm like, Oh, vision could have just 
like become invisible or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then when Thanos was trying to get the stone, he could have just zoop. Yeah, I did think of that too. He... I'm like, where was that power? And here I'm sitting. <laughs> my God. Yeah. Where did that? See, why didn't that happen? But there's an explanation, I think. I think. I think there, yeah, I think the explanation was when he got stabbed by yep. the spear, it stopped him from phasing. Yes. So that's why oh, he was, okay. he was like, all, that's why he was like crippled throughout all of Infinity War. If okay. it wasn't for that, he probably would have just killed everybody and been like, okay, right. let's go get ice cream. <laughs> We're done. Yeah. <laughs> it's an hour movie. Okay, that makes more sense. I know, yeah. a great shawarma place. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but I did think of that, Mitch. I did. I was like, wait a minute. Why didn't... I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, he was damaged. So, yeah. Yeah. Good writing, I guess, right? Because... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're yeah, like, hey, plot really hole. What the hell? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Scarlet finally became Scarlet Witch. Like, she's got the look. It looks great. Um, yeah, the the uh, fight with her and Agatha I thought was good. You know, some people said they were disappointed by it. I don't know. What were your thoughts on that? Did uh, Was that okay for you? or I, It was interesting. Um, I, I did like um, the interaction with uh, Jimmy. Um, I thought that was awesome. Oh, yeah, I love that character. Um, and I can't, I can't wait to see what they give to him because I, I know that a lot of fans latched on him yeah. as a character oh for sure um, because he kind of has he kind of has that agents of shield um what's his name oh colson um colson Col- yeah he he's a boy scout yeah yep yeah where he's just like a overall good guy in a sea of bad people that are within the <laughs> you know yeah. and he's he's funny and yeah. he's and everybody calls him asian jim and it's <laughs> like hey asian jim's on wandavision and he's still freaking <laughs> hilarious um and and I so much so that I had to watch uh, the interview this weekend just to see him as uh, uh, Kim Jong Un. Oh yeah, he was good in that. that, was that funny. He, That's my first introduction then, to him. He's hilarious. Oh yeah, he's he's very talented. Yes. Didn't he start out with "They hate us because they ain't us"? Uh, yeah, like I think uh, yeah. uh, Franco's character said that, and then he took it up. Yeah. Or maybe I'm not sure. And then he takes up. Yeah, he takes up the monitor. Oh, God. He's that a good actor. A I mean, he, he yeah, played he it was. serious pretty much in that film. I mean, he had a few scenes where he right? got weird or got, you know, had a lot of humor, but he's he's really good actor. Yeah, Randall Park's his name. He's Yeah, he's been in a lot of things. He even forgot he was on The Office, and he had people oh, on the... Yeah, he had people on the streets calling him Asian Jim. He's like, first, his instinct was like, fuck you. And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah. I was on The Office <laughs> towards the last season. <laughs> yeah, that was actually, oh. that was awesome. Yeah, he was super talented. So I'm, I'm happy. He's actually in both universes right now. He's, you know, obviously in Marvel and DC. He was in Aquaman, getting right. double paid, I hope. Um, <laughs> but yeah, he was, he was a great character. Um, yeah, Monica becoming, we don't know what the hell she's becoming, right? She's either the new Captain Marvel or she's Photon. That was that was yeah. a cool transformation. I, I would have liked to have seen more of her powers, but I guess she's she act like she wasn't really like scared of her abilities. Like she's already experienced some stuff. Maybe I don't know, but um, yeah, I think maybe she'll get some more explanation of that when they see her like link up with Nick Fury. Yes, yeah. Which um, uh, yeah, you think that's what that's referring to Nick Fury, right? I would I would say yeah, yeah. Connects um, the ending. I had to actually go on Wikipedia to look up what her powers were because I was like, okay, does she have the power of plot convenience or what? Like, what's <laughs> going on here? But right. yeah, I guess like she, 
she can make herself like intangible and like manipulate energy and stuff like that. So it's kind of like, okay, now that I know that it kind of makes a little more sense, but at the same time, like, didn't you just have these, get these powers like an hour ago? Right. And now you have full control over them. That's okay. (laughs) That's a little, um, little stretch. Yeah. That's what makes me think she's already experienced something. I don't know, but hopefully she'll just be, I bet she'll just be photon. Maybe if they do anything with her right now, I can't see her being yep. Captain Marvel because they've kind of just started on that. So maybe well, I don't know. Doing, then they're doing Ms. Marvel too, so it's kind of like right. You know, the whole concept behind that is that Kamala Khan is a huge Captain Marvel fan, and she's mm-hmm. only visited Earth twice now. So it's kind of like sure. they probably need to establish that character, yeah. a little bit more. But but I did I did read um, that Monica Monica Rambeau was actually the original Captain Marvel, unless I'm mistaken. So the whole oh. Carol Danvers thing was, yeah, was a, they flipped that. So I don't know. Maybe oh, she, she was Ms. Marvel at first. Wasn't she possibly? Like she didn't go by Captain Marvel. She went by Ms. Marvel. Yeah. And then they obviously made that character into something else. Yeah. Yeah. It was because I think of um, Shazam or something. There was a problem there. Very similar names yeah, or something was... they had to do. Yeah. They had to change it up. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I was trying that's, to think uh, of, uh, yeah, so yeah, Nick Fury, that's set up, Monica in her cabin, um, yeah, Scarlet Witch look looks, uh, that was really cool, I was like, wow, they really went it, for it. <laughs> for, uh, you know, for, I think there's a fine line between, like, the film costume and the comic costume, like, obviously mm-hmm. you can't put Hugh Jackman in yellow spandex and make right. him look like a badass. Only in the Deadpool movie but, you could. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> but um, like they, I think they actually did really good with her outfit. Like I think it looks, yeah, you know, without without looking over the top and ridiculous, I think it looks pretty good. I do too. Um, yeah. I think they've done in that respect. I think they've done a pretty good job with like the costumes for the MCU. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we also uh, <laughs> we also found out who uh. Uh, what's her name? Agnes's husband was. Yes, Evan Peters. Yes. He's not Quicksilver. Spoiler. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Who is he, Bill? Ralph Boner. <laughs> Ralph Boner. <laughs> oh. Which a lot of people were like, oh, I hope this was like a multi-dimensional, like that's the Quicksilver from X-Men. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. That would be a stretch. I heard about that too. I was like, no, I don't think so. But let's see. I can, yeah, they- I can maybe... S- I can maybe see him being like Jimmy Woo's, you know, um, witness protection dude. Yeah, was he? Because we saw that photo, right? I didn't know if that meant he's an an actor or something else. Yeah. Yeah, I think that was just a headshot. Yeah. I think it was just like, he's just an actor or something. Yeah, you never got that scene. I was like, wait a minute, that's her (laughs) husband? That's weird. Well, that's that's the thing to think um, about. Yeah, she was actually. Yeah. Go ahead, sorry. I think she was mind controlling him from the start. Like the yeah. reason he he was able to do all the stuff he could do is because of that necklace. Right, right. Because like as soon as she, as soon as Monica takes that off, he's like, "Oh God, don't hurt!" Me. <laughs> he turns into a you know total Ralph Boner. Well, but I Ralph Boner. I got to thinking though, like, what if Agnes lived there with Ralph and? this whole world changed, but she knew it was different because she's a witch. Like, you know, they don't really explain how she entered the hex. Like, yeah. you know, like I'm not saying it's a solid theory, but 
they never do go go there. Like, how did she come upon the hex? Like, she wasn't in the woods and got I, like a calling, and she's like, "Oh, I got to go see what this is." You know, I think that like since she knows about the Sorcerer Supreme, that yes. maybe we're going to get a little backstory in Doctor Strange. I hope so. Yeah, but it sets up so much. The thing that, yeah, I mean, the thing that I thought was cool is that like you, your power rivals the Sorcerer Supreme. Yes. Like, oh shit, we're gonna have a <laughs> magic battle. That'll magic actually battle, be yeah. fun to watch. Yeah, her her second. Uh, or, I don't know. I I like the the action scenes in the final show. The final episode were fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, the magic thing could have been the end part of it was was phenomenal. Yes, but like yeah. the rest of it, I was expecting a little more like Doctor Strange, you know, like Ancient One kind of stuff. I wish, yeah, but, that we would. If we got that, I think it would have been just right. Um, I still like everything. I just felt like that was it. Like, um, not anything else. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. Well, don't worry. We've got winter soldier coming up and. Oh, Falcon winter soldier. Yeah. Just a few days. Yeah. Yeah. I think that will, I, like I said before, I think this Friday, they're going to premiere the making of WandaVision. And then the Friday after that, I think we get Falcon winter soldier. If I'm. Yeah. And then Loki will come and then Hawkeye, I believe. So. Yeah, super, oh. super exciting. Thanks, Bill, again for guesting. Um, you've been like on every show. Oh, Thank yeah. you so much. Um, yeah, it's been great talking about WandaVision. Anytime. Yeah, of course. Uh, please plug your channel for everyone. Yes. Uh, so I did have a new video that posted last night, and uh, I, as I do usually when I go on, I I view it just to make sure everything looks good, and realize that my captions were off by like five ten seconds so i'm going to be re-editing that and re-uploading it tonight but um probably going to be looking to do some more streaming here um in the near future uh mostly on youtube of course because twitch sucks (laughs) you can quote me on that um but uh yeah everything's going good it's been kind of slow so uh we're hoping to get some i got a new uh let's play that's going to be a new let's play series coming out very soon great so that's going to be fun. And uh, yeah, please subscribe. Five one five gaming. Pair of shoes. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Yeah. Anyway, thanks a lot, guys, for being on. I'm Josh. I'm Mitch. I'm Bill. I'm Megan. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.